0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassionchurch. You know, God will give us revelation, and sometimes you'll. If you're not careful, we can say, "Well, I've heard that before," or "I already know that." But how many times do we know? That he said to hear, and to hear, and to hear the word. Because every time, too, you hear it, you're at a different place. So now you'll hear a thing at a different level. Which now means even what you heard a month ago, when you hear it today, see, hopefully we're in a different place with God. And now we hear it differently. And also, guess what? We'll hear some things that we didn't even hear before. And you'll go, wow. So that's why (laughs) never, never keep hearing and hearing. Don't say, well, I already know that because, oh, no, we don't. There's too many things we don't know, and we're forever learning and forever growing. And if you're not, then you're becoming stagnant. And guess what? You're going to get stuck, and you won't grow, and you'll get stunted. So we want to always stay growing and always be challenged. So today, my title is God's Favor. Amen? Because God is a good God. And the first scripture we're going to look at is in Romans 5, 1 and 2. Uh, it says, Therefore, since we are justified, acquitted, declared righteous, and giving a right standing with God, this is in the Amplified, through faith, let us grasp the fact that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy peace (laughs) with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Through Him also we have our access, entrance, introduction by faith into this grace (laughs) State of God's favor in which we firmly and safely stand. And let us rejoice and exalt in our hope of experiencing and enjoying the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Now listen, these two verses give us insight into why Jesus came to earth. And the results that we should be experiencing in our lives every day. Because of what? What he did. And because we accepted him into our lives. What he did for us, we should be walking in the favor of God. And experiencing these things every day. Through Jesus you were made righteous. It has nothing to do with your ability or my ability or in your good or in what you do or how many things you do or the rights you do or the wrongs that you do. We were made righteous when we invited him into our lives. It's entirely based on Jesus' finished work of the redemption on the cross. And because of our right standing with God, we have access to live in a continual state of God's favor. Not just today, not just every now and then, but we have the right, the right standing to stand and walk in God's favor every day Praise God. if we'll receive it Praise if we'll believe God. it if we'll expect it Amen. but it's up to you and me see if you can ever get this down in your believer and begin to believe this thing and get this revelation like never before I'm telling you, turn your world right side up it'll turn it all around it'll make everything that's wrong make it right I'm telling you, it will bring a power to our lives like never before if we get this revelation. I promise you, you'll never be the same. Because God wants us to live in a state of favor. Not just every now and then, oh wow, oh God, okay, it's been a while, can I have a little favor? No. God said, walk in this every day. That's right. Walk in my favor, exactly. just like walking in his healing, walking in wholeness, walking in victory. God wants us to get in the place that your state of mind is. This is the way I'm supposed to live. Right. Yes. I'm supposed to live like this every day. The Lord. What is life like when you live in the state of God's favor? Well, I'm going to share a few things with you. There's four characteristics that I discovered in the scriptures that I've experienced in my own life. And how many of us do you know that God said, I got something in my word for everything you'll yes. ever need, yes. for everything you'll ever go through? He's got an answer. Yes, Why? Because it's the road map to life. I but guess yeah. what? If you don't open up the map, you're not going to know where to go. Right. See, God already knows the direction, but we got to be willing to follow. Alright, so number one, God's favor is on you and me. Scripture tells us in Psalms 3 8, Thy blessing is upon thy people. This is true of every believer. Did you hear that now? Thy blessing is upon thy people. This is true of every believer. Are you a believer? Okay, then it's on you. So that when the blessing of God is on you, so is the favor of God. It's not for somebody else. It's not for them over there that are, oh, wow, man, they seem like they're walking in glory. It's not for tomorrow. It's not for those that you think know more than you. No, God said as a believer, okay, that the favor of God is on you. Over in Genesis 12, 2, it told us that God will bless us with abundant increase of favors. So if the blessing of God is on us, then the favor of God is on us as well. So if you're walking in his blessings, then the favor of God is already on you. Number two, God's favor surrounds you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Psalms 5.12, do we have scripture, Sonia? Okay. 5.12, the Amplified, it says, The psalmist wrote, With favor, will thou compass him as with a shield. It says, it will surround him. This means God's favor will be as a hedge of protection, keeping us safe from the attacks of the enemy. See, you got to start seeing what God says. But see, if you don't know what he says, then you can't be walking in the things that God has revealed. You won't walk in right standing with him. You won't get all of the benefits because you don't know the benefits. So you're not expecting them. You'll be saying something else. You'll be expecting something else. And you're missing out on God's best. So it said that favor, favor is on us. Amen favor is on you and me. God's favor surrounds us. It's a shield of protection. Thank you Jesus. All right, number 3. God's favor follows you. Woo! That means it don't matter where you are. Alexander City? Amen. Somewhere else in the nation of the world, no matter where you are, it said God's favor follows you. Follows you to your job? Follows you to the store. God's favor follows you. In Psalms 23.6, this is one of my favorite ones. It says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. One of the sentiments for goodness is favor. So goodness, favor will follow me all the days of my life. God wants it to follow us. But, see, if you don't know it and you're not expecting it, you're not looking for it to follow you. When you go anywhere, you say, thank you, favor, because you're coming with me. Everywhere I go, everything I touch, every word I say, favor has followed me. Favor has attached itself to me. Thank you, Lord. Favor surrounds me. Following me everywhere I go. Let's look at number four. Now You better get ready. Hold on to your socks if you got any on or your shoes. God's favor shows up everywhere I go. So guess what? It already knows where you're going. So it's already going to be there when you get there. But now remember, if you ain't looking for it, it's going to walk right on by. And you're going to miss it. Because you ain't expecting favor to be there. Right. You leave out every day. You say, God, I thank you. Favor's already going everywhere I go. Favor's already there. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. In twenty-eight Deuteronomy 28.6, blessed when you're out and about and blessed when you come back. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a different translation. But listen to that. Blessed when you're out and about. And blessed when you come back. So you can't get away from the favor of God. It's everywhere you go. It's in your going. It's in your coming. It's in your staying. It's in your showing up. God's favor. God's favor is everywhere you go. There is nothing in this life. That you are facing, or will ever face, that the favor of God is not there to bring is not there to bring you to the victory. It is there to bring you to God's victory, to bring you to wholeness, to bring you to peace, to bring you to restoration, yes. to bring you to the more that God has. But see, when you don't know a thing, you don't expect it, do you? And if you ain't expect it. then you're going to miss out on we got to get back to the basics of believing that everything that God says is yes and amen. Amen. And it is for you as the believer. And he's no respecter of persons. Now listen, these four things are what I call living in a state of God's favor. Get that in your mind. I'm living in a state of God's favor. I'm living in a state of his victory for my life. Alright, now let's review this one one more time. I'm gonna say them and then I want you to repeat them after me, and I really would encourage you to put these down on a post-it note or a little index card and put it somewhere where you remind yourself when you get up in the morning, okay? The first one God's favor is on me. God's favor surrounds me. God's favor follows me. God's favor follows me. God's favor shows up everywhere I go. God's favor shows up everywhere I go. Now listen, I know that many Christians have experienced God's favor. But I also know that there are many that are not walking in his favor, and some of us need to go into a deeper revelation so that we can what? Walk in his fullness. Do you know, see, you can know a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this, but see, you got to keep learning. you got to keep growing. And the more you know, then the more you'll grow. Amen. And the more you grow, the more effective you'll be. And the more effective you'll be, you'll see more victory in your life. Amen? So we got to ask God, give me a deeper revelation. Let me be forever learning and asking and wanting to know more about God so that we can walk in this deeper revelation, so that we can walk in his fullness. Not just a small little percentage, but in his fullness, so that we can have his favor the way he created for us to walk in it. Full favor, not at 2%, not at 20 or 50, no. Walking in 100% of the favor and the victory of God. He has given us his revelation knowledge about his favor in his word. I just read you some of his scriptures. And by others that have an anointing. So there's others out there that have walked with God for years. And they actually, see, there's different anointings. And they have a favor of God that just seems like it radiates off their life. Feed off of that. Why reinvent the wheel? Just like those that have a revelation of healing and have experienced and walked in it. You need to be soaking that up. First from the word of God and then from others that have victory in that area. Get under and listen to the word of God. And then begin to glean in every area. And especially in areas that if you're suffering in, get in the word. Pull up all the scriptures on finances. If you have unforgiveness, pull up all the scriptures on forgiveness. Then if you know there's a good teaching that talked about that because they got a big victory, had problems, then begin to feed on that too. Amen. See, because in the area that you're suffering in or struggling with, then that's where you need breakthrough. So if you're having problems with your health right now and that's the maybe you got a bunch of areas, but let's just say health is the biggest one right now. It just seems like it you're 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 sick more than you're well. Okay? then what should you be focusing on? Healing. You don't need to be letting prosperity or finances be your number one thing right now. Healing. Healing needs to be your number one thing. Vice versa, the same thing. If you feel like you've got victory and you've gained some victory in your healing, but you're struggling in unforgiveness, then focus on unforgiveness. Get free and heal and make a hole in that area, and then everything will start balancing out. See, don't get stuck in one area. Wherever you're having issues or problem where the wall seems like it got broken down, go there and begin to build that wall back up. So that we can walk in the fullness and be what? More effective in our witness. See, the people out there that don't know Jesus, your family, your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, or have had a bad experience and have quit going to church, see, they need you to be effective. They don't need you to be perfect. They don't need you to come and quote them a bunch of scriptures. That don't impress them. What they need, though, is for you to come and share your story. Tell about what God has done for you. Tell them. I struggled in this area too, but you know what? God healed me. God delivered me. I used to have unforgiveness and bitterness, walking around letting it eat me up, almost killed me. But guess what? God helped me to forgive. And now I'm, I'm, wholeness is coming in every, back in every area of my life. See, they need us to be effective, okay? They don't need another repeat of you pushing some button and you telling them something you heard. They need revelation of what you went through. See, they need to hear something real. But don't say, but then, but then, God, you know, they thought I was almost kind of perfect. And if I go telling them, but I, you know, had problems there and I struggled with that, what are they going to think? They're going to think, oh my God, they're human. They're real. They're just like me. They have problems too, they've made mistakes too. But the difference is, now you got the answer. Him. See, he turned it around. It wasn't a doctor. It wasn't a pill. It wasn't you winning the lottery. It wasn't everybody that done you wrong, came back and all of a sudden fell before you and said, oh God, we're so sorry. No, it was you making a choice to trust God Believe God, and God did miracles in your life. Amen. That's how we become effective people. Letting this thing called favor show up, surround you, so that when you walk in the room, they want to hear what you've got to say. And your life makes a difference then. Amen? Being an effective witness. We're in the days we ain't got time to play around. You know, or you saying, well, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to offend them. Well, my God, you better say something because you're going to have to stand before God. And if God asked you to say a thing and you didn't say a thing, it ain't going to be on them. It's going to be on you. It's going to be on me. We got to be effective, but we also got to be obedient. In 1 John 2.27, the Apostle John tells us in his writings that each believer has received an anointing from the Father. It says, But the anointing which you have received from him abides what abides in you in you the scripture also tells us that even though we have all received the same Holy Ghost that none of none not all of us have the same anointings the apostle Paul told us that but now God has set the members each one of them in the body just as he pleased And in the Amplified, it says, with the best adaption. See, so each one of us have a different calling, and we have different anointings. See, that's why it's not productive for you to be wishing you were somebody else. See, it's not productive for you to be looking at someone else's anointing and then going, oh, I wish I had that. But if it ain't your anointing and your calling, then you're going to be struggling and disappointed your whole life and you're going to be miserable, and what? You are not going to be effective. Find out what God's called you to do. Begin to embrace the anointings that he has given you, because he said we all have them, but they're different. He's placed us all in the body, but we're not all the same. Thank God. Amen? He made us all different. And we all have different callings and different anointings. So, so don't get all hard on yourself of saying, but if I could only be like them, if I could only talk like them, if I could only sing like them, if I could only have compassion like them, if I could only have a servant's heart, if I could, oh, oh if I could, if, 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 you're going to keep on, if I, if I, whatever. No, be you and begin to embrace that. And guess what? Yeah. It will become clear then the anointings and the calling that God has for you See, and then when you do, guess what? You'll have peace, and there won't be no more struggle because you'll go, wow, God, that's what you called me to be, and then be the best in that. But you could say God places on us the particular anointing that fits us best. See, quit trying to wear somebody else's shoes because they may feel good to them, They may look good and they may like them, but guess what? You go put them on and you're clunking around and they're, ah! Only God, these are hurting me because you're trying to walk in someone else's life. That's not your life. That's not my life. Be happy with you. And I'm going to tell you something. You'll begin to see and get this revelation today. See, where God's saying, you got my favor. It surrounds you, it's in you, it shows up everywhere you go. Start embracing God's favor and you'll begin to see the anointings that he has placed in you. And then embrace that and go, oh, that's, that's for me, that fits good, I like that. I'm not now trying to struggle to be like them or do what they're doing, No. God's, and even if it's the same area of somebody that maybe you admire, it's still going to look different. Okay? Everybody's anointing is different. Why? Because we're different. We're unique. God created us to be different, to bring flavor to the world. Amen? How boring would it be if we were all the same and looked the same? My goodness. Isn't he so creative? That he brought such variety. Look from the animals to the plants to his people. He made us all unique and different. So celebrate you. Somewhere the anointing of favor in a greater level. So why not gleam from that instead of trying reinventing the wheel or getting upset and mad because you're like oh God, they've got favor. Everywhere they go, they got favor. Hey newsflash. So do you. But see, if you don't know it, and you're not believing it, and you're not expecting it, then you're not walking in this fullness. All of us have the favor of God. Learn what areas you have experienced God's goodness, and then begin to share those and you'll see you'll begin to excel in those areas, but the areas that you're having trouble with, then glean God's word and find others that have had victory and begin to get victory for you. So then you go and share, and then guess what? Then you become stronger. Then you begin to grow more. Amen? Learn from God in his word and learn from others that are excelling in areas that you're struggling in yeah. and get the victory. Because together, we really are better. See, we learn from one another. Never look at someone else and go, well, ain't they got the perfect life? No. Maybe they're just walking at a different level because they just decided, look, I'm going to quit fighting this thing. I'm just going to serve God. I'm going to put him first, and then everything else is going to fall in place. So instead of digging up your seed, okay, agreeing with what the devil would like you to agree with so now you can put in some bad seeds in your own life and come up with a yucky harvest, Uh why don't you begin to say, man, thank God. I'm going to begin to listen to what they say now. Instead of being jealous, instead of being resentful, I'm going to start saying, God, let me hear. Because apparently they got the victory in this area. Let me hear what they're saying. God, help me to get revelation in this area. Begin to show that I'm going to start listening, paying attention. See, sometimes we say too much, and we ain't listening. Why do you think maybe God gave us two ears and one mouth so we'd listen more and say less? Wow, wasn't that a great revelation? But together we are better. I've seen God's favor active in areas of my life, causing, I'm telling you, the impossible, the impossible, the impossible to become possible every time. It never ceases to amaze me, but it does, if that makes sense. It's like I know God can do it, but then there's sometimes you just get to thinking, "Oh my God, I don't know how you can do this one. I don't know how you're going to fix it this time because this is even worse than the last time." And then God will show up, and you go, oh, "God, I knew you could do it, but I just—it was hard for me to see at that moment." So it never ceases to amaze me that He's taken things that there's no way, no man, nobody else could do, but God, Amen. and He did it for Amen. me. Time and time again. But I'm not where I want to be. I don't want to stay here because I know God's got more. See, he's got more victory. He's got more fullness. He's got more favor. And I want it all. I want to be saturated so I'm oozing out everywhere I go. So no matter where I go, see, people, they start getting stuck to you because you got so much of the favor and the goodness of God in your life and coming out of you everywhere. So don't get settled and say, oh, I got victory today over here. Woo, thank you, God. You got to keep on moving. You got to keep on going because guess what? If you stop and sit down, the enemy's going to go, oh, they ain't paying no attention now. Let me sneak in over here where they left the door open. No, you got to be staying alert, staying awake. And when you get the victory, get up and say, oh, man, I'm telling you, this ain't the last one because I know there's still things that are going to come and I'm going to have more victory. I'm going to have more favor. I'm going to have more fullness in my life. I'm going to have more people for my life. I'm going to have more revelation. So you've got to continue to seek his face and his word and what others that God has used in this area. Like I said, first it's always God's word, but then listen to others that have excelled in an area and begin to glean from that. In Philippians 1-7, in this letter to the believers, Paul wrote, I have you in my heart, you are all partakers of my grace. He's actually referring to the anointing that God chose to place on him and they became partakers of it. So see, when you see an anointing or you see someone thriving in an area, be a partaker of that. Don't be a mumbler and a grumbler and a resenter, and get all offended, go over there and say, God, get missed, me too. Get in the me too line. And you'll begin to see victory in that area. Declare, Lord, I'm a partaker of the anointings that you place in my life. I'm a partaker of the anointing of favor and blessing that I'm under today. Come in this house and say, Lord, I'm a partaker here at Passion Church for everything you have for me, that everything the pastors say from the leaders to one another to the congregation, God, let me be a partaker. Let me be that sponge that comes in and soaks it all up, that gleams from everyone and everywhere I go. Let me get better so I can be more effective. Use my anointing, Lord, to be a blessing to others and then help to enhance my anointings, God, so that I can better serve you and be effective. Help me, Lord. Begin to say a thing. Begin to say, I believe and receive God's better. I begin to begin to really believe and say, God, I've got your favor. I'm receiving your favor this day. I'm receiving your blessings, blessed to be a blessing in every area of my life in Jesus' name. I'm looking, God, to excel. I'm looking to begin to thrive and no more just striving and surviving. I thank you, God, that I'm growing every day. I thank you, God, that everything that was meant to destroy me and to shut me up and to hurt and harm me, God, I'm walking in your forgiveness. I'm walking in the anointing of God's forgiveness and his love and his mercy and grace because as I receive it then I can freely give it yes. Amen. see because remember it's kind of hard to receive God's forgiveness for our own areas of life and really walk in that and be free if you can't forgive others and forgive yourself get up move on God's forgotten it why do you keep digging it up forget it move on Begin to choose and believe his word. That no matter what I see, no matter what's going on, the bottom line is God said it and he'll do it. I don't have to know how. I don't have to figure it out. Guess what? I don't have to have one, two, three, and ten points to tell me. All I got to begin to do is start saying, God, you said it. I'm your child. Your favor is on me. Your love is with me. Everywhere I go, your favor is. You're wanting me to walk in the anointings that you've put in my life and in your blessing. So I'm just going to begin to believe it and receive it. Amen. Begin to say, I will walk in your way, Lord. No matter what everybody else is saying, no matter what everybody else is doing, my choice. I see, I get to choose my tomorrow. No matter what anybody else says, no matter what happens in church or don't happen in church, guess what? You get to choose your tomorrow by what you say, by what you do, and by what you believe. Begin to say, I'm going to walk in your way, God. I don't care what they say. I don't care the way that it's looking. I don't care what's happening. I will walk in your way in all things. I will walk in obedience to your word. I will be willing and obedient. I'm a willing and obedient servant, even when I don't want to be, even when I don't feel like it, even when it don't look right, or you ask me to go talk to somebody, and Lord, I don't want to go talk to them. You know I'm a quiet, shy person, Lord. How could I do that? God said, be willing and obedient, because the anointing and the power he has placed in you, his super will come on your natural. See, and you'll go to a different level. You'll walk in a different place just by being willing and obedient. See, it ain't in the big things because you ain't never going to get to the big things if you can't be willing and obedient in the little things. Mm -hmm. If you can't hear him when he says, go over there and just tell them I said I love them or go over there and just bless them and tell them, you know what, everything's going to be all right. Well, I'm going to look like a fool. Well, I'd rather look like a fool than to not obey God. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have missed it than to have not obeyed God. See, just do it. Just do it. Walk in that willing and obedience place, and I'm telling you, there will come an expansion of the better that God has for you in every area of your life. Say, I am a partaker uh, partaker. of your favor and blessing, and And I'm blessed to be a blessing. As Pastor Ron comes, I'm going to tell you something. See, you have got to come to a place where you say, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to make a real difference. I'm ready to make a difference in my world. I'm ready, God, for to walk in the anointings that you have placed on my life. See, and you can't get out of the secret. And you know what's funny because, see, sometimes you have used a thing as an excuse. And the very thing that you've used as an excuse or struggled with, God then will bring a message. God might say a thing to you in the nighttime. Or God might say something from the church from the pulpit and all of a sudden see now you can't use that excuse no more because God's brought revelation he brought truth see so today you may have struggled and said well but see I'm not called to sing or I'm not called to preach or I'm not called to teach or I don't really have a calling I don't care if you stand at the front door in the parking lot you cleaned the bathroom you vacuumed the church you dance. You do flags, you greet people, you pray. Those are all callings and anointings. So see, you can't say you're not called because he said, I called everyone. All the callings are different and unique, but he said, you're all called, you're all anointed. So you can't use that excuse no more. So why not embrace it? Because see, in the embracing, See, is where you're going to begin to see the change and the revelation is going to come clearer and you can walk in peace. You can then begin to really enjoy life and not be struggling all the time of, well, I can't do this and I quit saying what you can't do and embrace what you can do. Serve God, follow Him, and the rest will fall in place. See, when God is priority... When he really is priority, your heart will be, God, just use me. I don't care. No matter what you say no more, I'm not going to make excuse over that. Remember Moses tried to make excuses. Well, I can't talk. I can't this. I can't that. See, God don't want to hear that. That don't impress him. He don't feel sorry for you. Because you know why? Because he said by making those excuses, all it's going to do is stunt, stunt you, stunt your growth. All it's going to do is keep you there. All it's going to do is keep you in a place where the enemy can just come and just beat you up all the time, thrash on you, just do whatever he wants to do. No, that's why he challenges and says, oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because you're not doing it alone. The greater one lives on the inside of you. It says greater is he that lives in me than he that's in the world. So see, there's nothing that you cannot do Yes, in your natural, maybe you can't. But God said, we can. See, when we get together with God, then it becomes at ease. There's not a struggle. See, when we come together with God and say, you know what? No, maybe I can't, but we can. See, God didn't say, I want you to do this alone. God said, we can do this. We can do this. Now I'm gonna tell you something. Are you ready? Are you sick and tired of staying in the same spot? Or are you just all of a sudden you feel like, well, oh, I'm doing something. You know, look at me, look at this. But deep down inside you've still been going. You really don't have the fire. You don't have the juice you used to have. You don't have the peace and the joy. You you just feel like you're up and you're down and you're all around and God said are you ready to embrace this favor that I have on you and for you are you ready to embrace the anointings that I've placed in you so that you can walk what in his fullness see I don't know about you but I don't want this much of God I don't want this much I want all that he's got and begin to embrace one another and realize that together we're better. God never planned on you doing life by yourself. First he said, I'm with you. I'm for you, always. But then he placed people in our lives to walk with us. It's what they call the family of God, to walk in this journey together. And sure, guess what? Just like in natural families, church families have disagreements. Or maybe we don't always get along or we rub each other the wrong way or you feel like, well, I'm doing 90 things and they do one. Well, praise God. Begin to say, guess what? Then I'm just going to get more of the blessing. Help them, Lord, to see they're missing out. The more they'll get up in this thing, the more you'll bless them. And love on them. Don't be looking. Just say, you know what, God? Help me to be a blessing to my brother and sister today. Help me to be more sensitive to pray. Not to look at what they're not doing or what they could be doing. God, help me to be a better person so I'm more effective. Help me to be more attractive in the things of God so people are drawn to me. Let me be that magnet that people may not know why, but they just want to come around you and begin to tell you a thing. And they say, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but inside you know. And look it's alright if you say you know what I don't have an answer for you but I'll find one out because I do know the one who does know all things so look don't try to come up with something okay somebody asked you some big technical thing say you know what look I'll find out for you though look they're not looking for you to be some kind of scholar that's not impressive they're wanting somebody that's real somebody that cares and that's what that favor will do when you begin to embrace it See because it surrounds you it's your shield of protection it chases you down it shows up everywhere you go so see even people that maybe didn't used to like you when you begin to embrace this favor they'll start coming a little closer maybe before they kept their distance and now all of a sudden they go you know hi Ron how are you today and You're thinking, oh my God, that's the first time they've talked to me and I've worked here for six years and they've never said a thing. Well, instead of getting all haughty about it, say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. See, this thing is working. I begin to embrace your favor and I'm expecting it and walking in it. Look, it's working. It's working. It's working. See, God wants that for you. You need to stand up right now. I'm going to tell you something. God's got a release today that he's going to release. His favor like never before. God's gonna release a favor on you. God's gonna increase the favor that surrounds you. God's gonna increase the favor that's following you and the favor that shows up everywhere you go. There's an increase. Pastor's been talking about this too about expansions, expansions physically, spiritually. Financially, There's expansions coming to our life. I'm telling you, God's expanded His favor, which then is going to expand everything else in your life. So I need you to just get your little receiver up there a little bit. Just get your little believer up. Now, I know your mind is already trying to tell you, look, but they don't know what you're going through. You don't, They don't know the situation you're in right now. The, the UK, you ain't got the strength to do it. No, but God said, I do do? Trust me. Trust me. The, the things that seem so messed up, and even some of you, all of a sudden, you thought you'd been set free from a thing. You thought you'd been set free from a person. You thought you'd been set free from a hurt, a wrong, and all of a sudden either you seen them, or something happened, or something was said, and whoa. That just came up and you're like, Oh God, I, I, I thought I forgot about that. I, I thought I forgave them. I thought it was over. And all of a sudden it's all coming back. And you're going through mixed things. You're mad. You're sad. You're irritated. You're frustrated. You're beating yourself up. And now you're thinking bad things again about them. God said today, my favor is going to release you from that gonna release you from that in the name of Jesus father I just thank you right now I thank you for the release of your favor upon your people that today there's been keys have been released to your people revelation has been released to your people this day for the favor that is on them has increased For the favor that's surrounding them, God, has been multiplied. For the favor that is following them, God, has increased like never before. That wherever they go, the favor that's showing up has expanded their territory. For more people, for their lives, God. For the anointing, God, that you have put in them, the anointings, God, you're stirring those up. Some, God, have squashed them, have pushed them down, have God, have even resented them. But today they're going to embrace those anointings. Embrace your favor. Embrace, God, all that you have for them. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Some have walked and walked. They seem like in the darkness have just walked around and around. And today God said, I'm revealing to you I'm bringing clarity. And even the littlest thing that you used to enjoy doing, and, and some of you said, but that's not nothing. That's not a calling. How could that be a calling? Uh, that ain't much. Some people have even said, how's cleaning a church a calling? Oh, that's a calling to God. That's an anointing because that's God's house you're honoring. That's God's place of worship. So it doesn't matter, but some of you have even thought what you, you didn't consider that an anointing or a calling. And God said, all things that I placed in you, all things that I put in you are my anointings. But let me begin to amplify them. Let me bring them back up again. Let you begin to walk in them like never before. I think you're reviving, reviving. God, breathe your breath upon your people. God, there's even been some areas, God, they've gotten sleepy and lazy. And God said, I'm breathing. I'm breathing. I'm breathing my fire in those areas. I'm bringing them back to life. And those things that need to die, they'll just be burned away. But those things that are from me, they'll be lifted up. They'll begin to rise up. And that peace, I'm telling you there's so many right now that are not walking in God's peace. I thank you right now for peace. 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 Peace to the storm. Peace to the torment. Peace in your sleep. Peace over that situation. God said that turmoil and frustration is not for me. That confusion is not for me. There's even people that Keep showing up in your life. And every time they do, you get all upside down, turned around. You get all messed up and confused. I declare right now that God's showing you. So you just need to keep your distance. You need to keep your distance. What and who don't bring you peace don't need to be near you. Sometimes you have to love from a distance. But that's all right. Because, see, you don't, you've got people that do want what you have. There are people that want to hear what you've got to say. There's people that want to come around you, so embrace them. Embrace them. And guess what? Even out of them, there still may be some. They're going to step on your toes. They may stab you in the back, but that's okay. Because you got God's favor.
1: You'll be all right.
0: You just pray for them and let them go. You'll be all right. You got God's favor on you. you got God's anointing on you. I thank you right now for your release, your release, your release. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.